Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the MTG Complex Cast. My name's Steven, I'm joined by my co-host John. Hey. And Chris. Hey. And in today's episode we'll be talking about quite a few topics. Uh, mostly just a handful of events from this past week, but also this fun list of MTGO bugs that we stum- that John stumbled upon on the Penny Dreadful website. Um, but let's kick things off with our weekly roundup where we talk about what decks we piloted and what decks we played against. Chris, let's start with you. So Friday I played uh, my favorite modern deck, good old Amulet Titan. Yes. And on uh, Sunday <clears throat> I played a popper event and i played my one and only popper deck uh inside out which what by the way um between the first time i played the deck and second time to play a deck i learned something about layering <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, relevant very uh, relevant too <laughs> in the past I, I i i think this is a pretty common misconception right so if the time the, you can discard your cards before or after you resolve your inside out. It doesn't matter. The result is the same. So because of the way layering works or whatever, I can inside out my guy, draw the card, and then discard five cards, and it'll still be a 21-1. <laughs> so I thought that you couldn't use the card you drew off the inside out because it would just make it a you know a, a 21-5. Right? That's not how it works. Does the card say switch its power and toughness? Yes. Oh, yeah, because it's the you're not changing what the values of power and the values of toughness are. You're just flopping them around. Yeah, so you discard a card that's still buffing the toughness because the toughness is, just happens to be where the power used to be. Yeah. But it's still the toughness. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were to somehow, like, you know, butt fight it, after inside outing it, it would still win. Grim <clears throat> contest. Man, it's like this. But also... it would also die because it only has what it, it's it's kinda it's kinda bizarre. Anyway. <laughs> I this whole scenario like makes me think of that scene from Batman. He's like what is it? Uh uh theatr- the, uh, theater and deception. Powerful so, agents to the uninitiated. The the first time I played it, I I, I went three one with the deck not knowing this. So I, my inside out was always like the last card. So I had an extra card that I had to pitch before I thought I could kill them. <laughs> but we so are all those times where I thought that I had one, one card short of lethal, I actually didn't. <laughs> Rip. That's pretty funny. <laughs> now I know. Uh, so I played on Sunday. Went 3-1 again. Uh, played against Smart Green Stompy, Elves Burn, and the uh, Black Red Reanimator, the Exhume into Ulamog's Crusher Dragon's Breath deck. Ah! So good! God, so. Turn 2, Hasty 8 8, Annihilate 2. Seems good. Seems great. Uh, seems Not bad against Days. I think he was like. He played around Days in the second game, as he wisely did, I guess. Because I had my singleton days again, <laughs> but um, it was really funny because when he went for it, I had like island island planes, I believe, on my, my tribe in play. So I like <clears throat> gush in response because I all I have is his days. I'm like, well, 
Float to blue, hope I draw a circular logic. Oh, I saw that. And I, I draw circular that. logic, I'm like, ah, logic, you're exhumed. He's like, power blast, like, dispel your pyroblast! Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> and I just, like, untap, play island inside out, kill you! Ah! Lucksack. What a luck Yeah, I, I saw that from, like, a few seats down. I was like, I was like, oh, he's gushing for counter magic. Oh, he got it! Ah! <laughs> it's like, oh god, I'm gonna die. Eh, might as well. <laughs> Check the top two. Got oh, there. Gotcha. I mean, you did the right thing, but you're still a luck tuck. And it's like, because <laughs> because he had like had to counter my counter, or whatever, I got to make use out of both of my floating mana. Like, he couldn't like move through phases to get rid of it or something. <laughs> Jeez. That's uh, so gross. Uh, feels good, man. <laughs> so then on Friday, I played uh, Amulet, and... Went 4-0, didn't lose a game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the real story of the evening is uh, I have two copies of Amulet, and I lent one of them out. How does that happen? Another. <laughs> Some usually, people may not know. So Usually people, usually so, when you okay. foil out a deck, you you usually trade out of the one you're, uh, you trade out of your non-foil. Yeah, most people sell their non-foil copies to buy their foil copies. I didn't do that, I just... I just I just bought four copies. So many memories. Um. So yeah, I uh, I have two copies of the the same deck. Anyway, um, I uh, let a very loyal listener, uh, of the cast, let him borrow it for F and M. I kind of like baited him let, into playing the deck. Let, let him. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Coerce is a much better word. I mean, I didn't trick him. I just like. So- before you got there, he was like excited because he was gonna like play play a specific deck. He was like excited to play this deck. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this deck. I'm gonna do really good tonight. It's gonna be awesome." <laughs> and you you roll in. Yeah, so I see him like you know putting like deck back in his box or something. I'm like, "Get that get that deck out of here. Get that shitty deck out of here. You're gonna play this instead." And he's like, "What is this?" I'm like, "Take a look." And he opens the box and he sees like you know Azusa's and Bounce and he's like. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> I'm like, nah, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Ridiculous. Don't worry about it. You'll have fun. 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 He's like, fun. Oh, you know, they said. Like, yeah, the, it'll be fun, they said. <laughs> previously, he he'd mentioned, like, oh, he, he kind of wants to try playing the deck. I'm like, here's your chance. <laughs> Here it is. In all its glory. Oh, and, shit. um,. What was even funnier is that round one, we get paired. <laughs> so we're just playing the amulet mirror ridiculous. in round one. God, I'd rather shoot so myself. The, so the expert against against somebody who's literally never picked the deck up before. He also lost the die roll. <laughs> Great. So it's just it just keeps getting. You should better. have you as 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 a sports as a sportsman. You should have said, "I'll take the draw." Now uh, fuck that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, game one I had an amulet and he didn't, and so he felt pretty bad about that. But game Jeez. two he had two amulets and I only had one. So you ain't right, it's, it balances out. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I made a, a slight misplay, which I realized was a misplay immediately after I passed the turn. Um, well, I guess not immediately. Maybe like halfway through his next turn I realized it was an awful, terrible mistake, which could potentially cost me the game, which was... I had a, a ghost quarter and a Vesuva copying ghost quarter, and I used the real ghost quarter to blow up a land, not the copied one. That was my heinous misplay. So you couldn't bounce a Vesuva and put it back into play? 
yeah, so I couldn't bounce the the ghost quarter and replay it as a ghost quarter because yeah. it wasn't a ghost quarter; it was a Vesuva. <laughs> Get fucked. Luckily, uh, he wasn't able to piece together how to kill me from twenty life with the two amulets he had because he had some of the combo lands already in his hand, so he, he couldn't quite put together how to finagle everything to to make it work. Because I had like tight, I had like <clears throat> at least one tight end play and some other blockers and. Yeah, it was just a little bit complicated of a board state, I suppose. I so can I was like, able to squeeze can, it out anyway. I can like maybe start to grok at the like one amulet plays, but the two amulet plays are fucking weird. That's that's when it gets to like out of hand, and you're like, I have like ten mana floating, eight mana something something. What colors again? Like, do yeah. the colors matter? Like sometimes they do. Sometimes like, I don't. know I know I have four green. I think that's the only relevant part. I thought I'm just supposed to yell at Yahtzee and I win in this situation. <laughs> 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 yeah. Then I played against um, Slivers, Bloodbraid Zoo, and Blue Black Fairies. Oh my god, I was so sad when my opponent cast a Bloodbraid Elf. <laughs> even though it was totally irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's dead on board regardless of what he hits off this blood red elf and i was still so sad to see it because john last week on cast said that if i didn't play against a blood red elf or jace two weeks in a row he would buy my dinner <laughs> what and this so guy plays close. blood red elf i'm like so close. no <laughs> this is the last round you said it was uh, the third round oh uh, third round you're like ah so close i could taste that burger already <laughs> uh it was it was the the definite low of the evening did I buy your burger? I didn't. Oh, no. I didn't have to buy your burger. What you the hell's wrong to. with me? Yeah. And then I played against uh, fairies in the last round, and um, God, I I drew like a champ against uh, against him in game two. Although he did get to spell sprite a pact, which felt really bad. Wow, <laughs> infinite value. So he's sitting there with this like Liliana of the Veil, right? As you might do with fairies, and I've been I all I have in my hand are like lands, right? So he draws for turn. He has no cards in his hand. He draws for turn. And he immediately, like, picks up his graveyard and starts rifling through. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he drew a Snapcaster Mage. And I had, um, previously on my turn, I had Vesuvid copying his, um, Creeping Tar Pit. Ooh. And I had no black mana currently, but I had a Gemstone Mine in my hand. Which I don't know, he, he may have known about. I don't remember. <clears throat> And so he just doesn't plus his Liliana and passes. So I'm like, okay. Huh. So I'm like, can I see your graveyard? There's <laughs> <laughs> like a mana leak and a uh, Shit. <laughs> a fatal push in there. So I'm like, I guess I'm not animating this tar pit. And off the top, what do I rip? I think I rip like a primeval titan. <clears throat> and I look down and I'm like, huh. Well, I guess he can like snap leak it. But I have three mana to pay... And then I'm looking at my hand like, oh yeah, I just have this Cavern of Souls. <laughs> I'm just going to play this Cavern of Souls and play my Titan. Because I had my Hasteland and my Boris Garrison already in play as the three additional Oh, so, so you were winning. <laughs> so, you, so you just had your... You, so I, I get the Titan and he's like, he looks like, oh, should I snap leak that? Like, oh, I can't because it's crypt, it's um, caverned in. He's like, yeah, okay, that resolves. Like, okay, I'm going to go get some lands. Mm, Toy West, Bajookabog, Exile your Graveyard. He's like... And he's like, sister, like... Uh, like, should I just flash in Snapcaster anyway? And like, attack the Leonians like, 
Nah, Liliana's just dead regardless. Because Liliana went that, up to six. That guy. Was that six? <clears throat> or went up to six that I don't know. <clears throat> it was it was it had a lot of loyalty. I have lived that life. <laughs> but uh yeah, so then he just was like stuck with this snapcaster mage in his hand with no graveyard and no Liliana. Nice ambush viper, yo. Doesn't even have <laughs> death touch. <laughs> and I think he became a sad boy. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh what about you, John? What'd you play? Uh, I played well. There's a there's a little bit of background leading up to this. Um, I uh, as you guys know and our listeners probably know by this point, uh, I store my collection courtesy of the U.S. Postal Service. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I keep, keep my cards yeah. in their hands. Doesn't need a lot of uh, space to keep them because they're never actually home. <laughs> hey, if my house burns down, I'm gonna be in great status, man. You're gonna be in great I- shape in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two forward all my cards to my new address um so i um i was looking for some cards and so i asked i asked chris i, I said chris chris you got any you got any loam lions and of course he's like what the fuck do you need those for? <laughs> so he's like i have a loam lion <laughs> i'm like excellent i have a foil one from my popper cube that even though the card's not a common. I accidentally bought it thinking it was at some point because I am a silly person. So I had a, a foil. Not a no, it's uncommon. No, it's not uncommon. <laughs> Kurt Ape, I believe, is too common. strong. Too strong, yeah. Anyways, um, so um, I already messaged him about that and I, I managed to lock down some Loam Lions courtesy of Kevin. But um, I post on the um, the Facebook group as uh, anyone can anyone lend me some, some Mantis writers? Hmm. And people are like, oh, oh, what deck is he playing? <laughs> oh, he's probably playing a uh, just guy mid-range with Jaces or uh, yeah, yeah. he's playing <laughs> humans. <laughs> it's like Chris is like over here like, but but he asked me for low lions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure John's playing some heinous like four or five colored zoo pile again. <laughs> Correct! <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That is exactly what I was doing. I, uh, I saw these... Uh, tribal flame zoo lists floating around on moto with bloodbraid elf and you know what a what a sucker i am for tribal flames nothing i like more than paying two mana and hitting someone in the face for five damage I mean, who doesn't want to have two mana lava axes yeah especially when you cascade into them off bloodbraid elf mm. delicious delicious you know what's um not quite as good as cascading into a five damage uh tribal flames uh, cascading into a loam line. That is correct. That is <laughs> that is a thing. I think I think I cast I cast blood raid three times over the course of the tournament, and my hits were loam lion, loam lion, and tribal flames for five, which felt real good <laughs> after this fucking loam lions. <laughs> Dear God, what an anemic hit! And then, and that, so, ladies and gentlemen, is why you don't play loam lion. Ugh. So but he was playing Kurt Ape too. Yeah. <laughs> so his odds of hitting like a just vanilla two three were insanely also, high. Also four Wild Nicole. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So you go, right. you got, you got those, and you got some Goifs, and you got some Mantis Riders, and then you got what, no Death Shadows. Nah, nah, nah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. That Clearly, the, the inferior one drop to Loam Lion. <laughs> Apparently. Too too much damage. 
can't go that low. No can do. Um, just flames yourself. You'll get it. <laughs> flames yourself. Good God. Uh, flame myself for five. Play I am the master of my own domain. Um, so yeah. So I uh, domain. <laughs> so I played against Slippers round one, and um, game one, I just like ran him over. Just like. Blow lion, curtain, blow lion, rawr, tribal flames, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Yeah, you're it was super dead. Like, easy peasy, pumpkin easy. Uh, then like game two, I like mole. I think I had to mole to like six, five or six, and he ran me over. And like I actually was like that game was lining up pretty well, but I just single handedly lost to um, sedge sliver. Turns out okay. I can't I can't beat uh reanimate my dude for B. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> and huh. my guys just got kinda outclassed. My uh his his one ones became two twos, became three threes while my guys stayed as two threes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, I just, I just died. And then um came three, I uh I mold a I had like I had like all lands and then i had like a bunch of lands and two blood braid elves and i was like nah <laughs> uh, i see a five and it's like kurt ape kurt ape lightning bolt it was like it was like a bunch of one drops and then like uh a blood braid and no lands and i was like hmm hmm <laughs> i'm on the plate man. i'm on the plate too Ten beats. And i was like man i don't want to go to four going to four fucking sucks I was like, I think I'm just going to try to rip a land. Scry to the top. I, uh, I, I did not oh. did not find a land. Hey, you did what I did that one week when I, I was playing Affinity. I got, I got fucking stomped. <laughs> <laughs> Where you go, no, I'll totally rip a land. The odds of ripping land are super high right now. But not land, non yeah, land, it never works out like that. The, the next round, my, uh, my two threes were quite excellent against Merfolk. And we just had a pile of, like, Two two twos and stuff. Two twos like, um, and then um, I played against Gristlebrand, and um, we traded games, uh, and then game three he uh, yeah he uh turned one blood with me. <laughs> oh yeah, right on. Yeah, I was like you know, stomping grounds play a curd ape, and he's like, blood moon you. <laughs> it's like, okay. We're done here. <laughs> uh, I like, I'm like getting in with this Curdate, this one one Curdate, and I like tribal flames him for one a couple times. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, it felt real <laughs> Them good. good old two mana and, deal and, one damage. And so I had him to like, I think I got him down to like ten or twelve because he didn't have any black mana because he'd like mooned himself off of black because he just is you know it was like a temple or something. I want to say I don't know what it was. I think it's only yeah Blackstars was a temple. Um. Anyway, so um. I played a second Kurt Ape, having my clock. I was like, ah, I got you on the ropes now. And uh, he managed to find enough acceleration to uh, through to Breach and an Emrakul. I was at 16 life, but I had six permanents. Oh, sad day. <laughs> so I sad went to day. one life and no permanents. And I was Unfortunate. so close to casting this... Uh, this uh blood braid elf i just i just gotta find this forest did you rip did you rip the forest no i didn't that would have been, <laughs> that would have been super tilting uh, but yeah i um so I, I died that was bad uh and then the 
last round I played against uh, good old Kevin. And uh, Kevin. Kevin was on a uh, the Pyromancer uh, deck with the, the the moons and the stuff and the moons and the stuff. Yeah, that um, I beat him game one. Game three, I just kind of edged him out with uh, a blood raid. I think I, I think I went blood raid in a mantis Rider or something and just kind of crushed yeah. him out of the game. That's pretty good. Um, here, that's here. That's pretty good. That that two two finish. And then uh, Sunday, uh, I was uh, I was well on Friday night. I was uh, I was. I pulled out the combo deck. I was talking about that popper combo deck, <laughs> and I'm Good God. I'm trying to goldfish, and some people are like, oh wow, that's cool. They're like watching me, and like I'm like going off. It takes fucking forever to go off, right? And guy's friends like, fuck, like just come on, let's go. Like, why are you watching this? He's like, no, no, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see combo off. And like five to eight minutes later, I fucking fizzle. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on his face <laughs> as he walked away <laughs> was like pure disappointment <laughs> just utter just like man oh, oh god it was so bad it was like I was like man maybe I do want to play this <laughs> toy with people's lives <laughs> I've got no you now <laughs> Just no kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Anyways, so I'm like I'm goldfishing in some more on Sunday before the event, and like I can't. So it's like Chris and I together trying to goldfish a win, and we cannot win a fucking game with no one across the table and two people trying to play the deck. <laughs> This is like turn five comboing. This is not early comboing stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know T five. I was like, uh, are we dead next turn? Chris is like, yeah, we're dead next turn. I was like, okay, I guess we have to go off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I uh, I played mono white. <laughs> you said screw that, I don't want to lose. And so um, I had uh, acquired some additional additional luma thread fields, which I did not uh, have last time uh, as I was. Uh, Punished better. for having veteran armor smiths, which uh, died a bolt and scred, which is very bad. Really easily, too. Yeah, so uh, I played uh, against Blue Red Elver, round one, and that felt amazing. Um, it felt like a great matchup. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, I got this. And he's like, um, you know. Um, Electric Eerie. Yeah, like, like, yeah, game two. I do tutus. I just like play my, you know, my Luma Thread Field or whatever and. He's like discards. Um, <laughs> he discarded electricery to some effect. I don't remember why he had to discard, but he ended up discarding an electricery at some point in the game. Doesn't like, do anything anymore. <laughs> Get this shit out of here. Um, and then like, uh, so game three, I didn't draw a limit thread field, and he's like, ah, I got that sick nasty electricery, and I'm just like, Ramosian rally, tap my guy. He's like, ah, <laughs> so good, so good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, that was good. And then I played against Burn round two, and apparently Mono White is just faster than Burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it just, just seems faster. Um, seems like we're, like, at least a turn faster. Yeah, I'm gonna put three dudes on the battlefield, and then you can hit me for one, I guess? Or yeah, two? you can, like, sure. chain lightning me and do, like, four damage or whatever, sure. I don't I'm know. like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna swing for six. Swing for twelve. Yeah, so that felt good. And then round three, I played against Mono Black Control, 
Word. which felt fucking awful. Yeah. I don't know how you beat the card Crypt Rats. You don't. Like, I was just like, I don't even want to bring these Lumithred fields in. Like, they just pay two. They just don't do anything, yeah. Yeah, it's like pay two for their Crypt Rat. Woo! <laughs> they gotta, they gotta you, sweep their stuff, too. So, like, you have opponent, to they, like, like... Go for it. I put like rats for one, and you're like ah Mosian, whatever the card's called, and you just like lol Rat rats for again. one again. <laughs> <In> response, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, how about how about you, Steven? This is a long-winded uh, weekly roundup, but we've we've uh, missed you for two weeks, so. <laughs> uh, so mine mine's actually pretty short and sweet. Um, I played Affinity, and right wow. now just, right now is just not a good time to play Affinity. Wow. Man. Yeah, it's just, it's just not a great time to play Affinity. Wow. And I played Jund, which was a lot of fun with Bloodbraid Elf. Um, I ended up playing the Mirror a few times, and it was actually the week that I was moving. Uh, that Friday, I went to my to the shop in, in uh, Connecticut and just grinded like 10 games with like Jund v. Jund. Uh, and it was it was a lot of fun. Just had like a blast, like going like like emptying up out my hand and like top decking like the spice that I put in for the mirror, which was pack rat. <laughs> wow, uh, pack rat's really good against against John. I don't know. If wow, you, I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Um, no. Can you find your maelstrom pulse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it came down to. Oh, and then he yeah he tried to like maelstrom pulse my pack rat once. And uh, you killed I the rat. Ah! I had a fatal push in my hand, so I killed the rat. <laughs> ah! Oh, uh, so uh, it didn't gross. matter because he drew another. He drew another ma- uh, well, maelstrom. Well, maelstrom pulse after better, that. better lucky than good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, that was that was a lot of fun. I also got to play a lot of EDH that weekend uh, with my friend. It was a man. Mind Changer's deck is just so much fun to play. I, I I'm never gonna sell that deck. That, that deck is really fun to play. How dare you have fun in a casual format? Right, right. Get off this cast. Uh, and then uh, I played Legacy Cube, and I got super tilted. Yeah, I got so angry. I saw. Well, okay, so I, I drafted blue black, and it was just really good. I felt like the deck was really good, and I did this with my with my friend Eli. Uh, and I felt it was, I thought it was really, really good. And then just like, we got, oh, I got paired up against Caleb D. Uh, so, so Caleb Dumpstered? Dude, he topped, like, I had the game, like, solid locked, and he top decks Karn and just, like, takes over. Was he streaming? Can we watch yeah. a lot of you getting shit on? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll put, I'll put it in the links and... In the description, so you can you guys can watch me getting Excellent. totally pooped on. Excellent, but like, I, like our game three was just so good. We just like so much back and forth, and then I got to a point where I just like stabilized. I had the board state locked down, and then he just like top decks Karn, and I'm like, no, that's that's fine, right? I can live through that. And he just like exiles this, exiles that, exile the card in your hand. I'm just like, oh, I can't win. Okay, fantastic. So yeah, that was that was my experience with Legacy. And that happened twice. Like my opponent just top decks the stupid nut on game three after I've like stabilized and locked the game down. And uh yeah, I, I basically just hate legacy or vintage cube because that shit kind of happens. Uh it just like it puts me so on tilt. 
I don't know, man. Looking at Vin uh, like at Legacy Cube, all the decks just seem like mid range like value piles, which I didn't know going in. <laughs> I saw a deck that had natural order, and I was like, that seems really good compared to what all these other decks look like. That seems like a winning strategy. Everything else is like, I got some dudes that are two for ones. Come at yeah, me. Because apparently you can uh, natural order for Trastidon and do things that you aren't supposed to do. Oh. <laughs> what I'm what I'm more excited to talk about. Uh, is these cool decks that I saw? So I'm gonna give you two decks because I've missed, I've missed a show or an episode. So I'm gonna give you two decks. One of them I saw a couple weeks, two weeks ago, one week ago, something like that. It is Affinity merged with Eldrazi Tron. Oh god, this deck! It's been doing the rounds. Uh dude, it looks so so sweet. Everybody's has, been riding like, this bicycle. Has uh, like four Thought Nuts here, four Reality Smasher. Uh, it has, I think, a pair or three um, of the the guy, the three mana one that comes into play when it, when it dies. You reveal the top. You know what's wrong with this deck? And I I don't, I don't even have a list in front of me, but I remember because I saw it and it hurt me inside. What? It, it reached inside me and it touched a place Tell inside me. of me. Tell and me. It, and it and it caused me physical pain. Tell me. That list is running three Eldrazi temples. No, the not one four. I, the one I looked at was running four. <laughs> Fucking three. The one I saw was playing three Eldrazi temples, and yeah, like, that seems bad. I part of me died, and it has not come back. <laughs> yeah, that seems wrong. Yeah, yeah, it does because it is because <laughs> it is wrong, Stephen. Uh, it's, an, it's an affront to nature. Wrong. So, so in the affinity, uh, in the affinity group, it's been doing its rounds, being called as uh, uh, Eldrazi bots. Uh, here, let me let me let me read this off. So, it has sorry, it has four rea four thought knots here, three reality smashers. Um, this list is running three temples, which I think is wrong. It should yeah. be four. <laughs> See, I it's told running, you. It's running one waste, and then the staples are like two. Uh, Wait, champions. it's running a waste, Chris. Yeah, it's running which, a waste. Which land would you rather play, Chris? <laughs> a soul land or a or colorless a basic? I guess it like you like it to go <laughs> fetch fetch for it when you know With you're what? when you get pathed. How are you getting pathed? You can't cast anything worth pathing because you only have three Eldrazi temples. I mean, you still have like you still have Arpa Ravager, Steel Overseer. Uh, you still have Crano Plating. I don't know. The deck looks really sweet. The sideboard looks a little bit more uh, Eldrazi shaped. It has three Chalice of the Void, uh, three Relics, two Spell Skites. This guy just uh, loves three of. Yeah, three Ratchet Bombs. I, I don't I play... totally agree with all the all the all the decks. Maybe you just can't count but... to four, right? Why why play four of my good cards when I can play three of them and play more good cards? But the deck <laughs> looks sweet, and I would be excited to play it if I had the cards for it. Uh, the other deck that I saw was last night at my local F and M. Um, it was or not F and M because it's not Saturday. It's definitely Tuesday. <laughs> Why would being Saturday matter? It's F and M. Because I said yesterday. Uh, yesterday was Monday. That's what I'm saying. If it was Saturday, it'd be F and M. <laughs> uh, on my Monday night modern, 
I saw this Aetherflux Reservoir combo deck uh, where you just play all all, uh, islands and you thought cast a bunch and then at some point you resolve Aetherflux Reservoir and you just play like Memnite, Ornithopters, other zero drops and then you just combo off with that. It seems pretty cool. Is combo off in parentheses because... I am a lot more leery of the term combo off in parentheses now after my popper deck I tried out. Well, it, th- well, it, it didn't... I was playing Affinity, Just, you know, so it didn't ever... combo actually, off. <laughs> I, was, I was playing Affinity, so he never got to combo off against me because I just, like, was really aggressive. But he just... You just at some point, you gain a bunch of life, you return all your artifacts to your hands, and they're all zero drops, so you play them again, and then you gain a bunch of life, and then you're at 50-something life, and then you win the game. A... It was, it was pretty cool. I right. would have I, I would have loved to see a combo. I've got new marching orders for you, Stephen. Paradoxical paradoxical outcome with Memnites. What's that one do? It's the one that returns all artifacts to your hand. You draw a card for each artifact you returned. Word staple staple in vintage storm these days. Bounce all my moxes, draw a bunch of cards, replay my moxes. Ah, infinite storm and free mana. It's like zero mana draw for. John, did you see any any cool decks? Uh, yeah, uh, we're going to go over some of these uh, competitive leagues and challenges, uh, but I saw one that I really liked. It is um, a mono-black, almost, deck. Uh, it is the uh, Giralf's Messenger uh, Phyrexian Obliterator modern deck that kind of looks around the fringes from time to time, and uh, I, uh, I rekindled my, my unabashed love for Phyrexian Obliterator of this cube over the weekend. I haven't played with that card in a while. I, like, sold my copies. I really regret it. Uh, that card is sweet, and this deck is playing it in modern, but they got a little a little, little spice, a little bit of red. They got a, they worked in two Dreadbores, two Colgons Commands, and two Terminates off of uh, looks like two Blood Crypts and a Smoldering Marsh. Make of that what you will. Three main deck Relic of Progenitus. Why not? And, and four Bitter Blossoms, which I like a lot. Word. Bitter Blossoms making this weird return into the format. I feel it's, like. It's good against the mid range decks, probably, right? Yeah. Although it's a little weak against uh, Abrupt Decay, but people are cutting on this a lot. Yeah. But, um. It's like Vampire Cutthroat is a 4 of, which is. I've never even seen this card. It's a single black for a 1 1 skulking lifelinker. It's like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see it. It's like eh, eh, eh. it's got a it's got a black pip at the top of the card. Sure. Plays Bob, which I like. Uh, I don't really see Bob in these like mono black decks usually. At least I haven't in the past. It's usually Bob the Obliterator. Yeah, but they got this sweet uh sweet curve out there. They go like uh, Cutthroat, Gifted, Aetherborn, Dralf's Messenger, Obliterator. Blet. They're not even playing uh. <laughs> I just realized they're not even playing Grey Merchant. I mean, you're playing Bob. Bob. It's really weird because like Grey Merchant, oh, so good, gains life for your Bob's, but also takes a bunch of damage off your Bob. Yeah, I'm just surprised <laughs> that this all went on the like the crazy black requirement cards without. Uh... Is there any payoff for it? I don't see any payoff. It's like they were playing the deck and then realized that Gary was their worst card or something. <laughs> <laughs> Get this out of here. That's Skulker in here. Yeah. Moving on to our topics. Uh, let's start with uh, the SEG Worcester Modern Classic, where Eldrazi Stompy 
took first place. Yeah. This is a deck that's near and dear to uh, most of our hearts. Oh yes, from the I mean from it, the it man. isn't it, it isn't to me because you you failed to bring the deck when I wanted to play it. This is untrue. I did bring the deck. Sorry, I just you wasn't to there show up in time, time to <laughs> to deliver it to you. But uh, yeah, it's from uh, the guy who actually uh, got first of it is uh, Jordan Busiefert. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly. He's a uh, a writer over at Modern Nexus, and he's the guy that uh, has been championing the deck for a while now, at least yeah, at a least while. a year, year and a half, and uh, took home the the gold with uh, what I think is his current uh, build of the deck. Right, it's a, it's his stock list that he's published everywhere. I don't think there's any any spicy tech or anything in it. Yeah, I mean, um, the four serum powder. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's typical. I mean, come yeah. on. I don't know if he always had the four full four ratchet bombs. But uh, I think so. Three or four. Maybe he went up to four. Yeah, it's 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 a list he's been posting on on his articles for a while. That one smuggler's copter, I like that. But uh, yeah, this is a a chalice a chalice and thought not seer deck basically. You're either trying to uh, get him with a, a turn one chalice or trying to get him with a turn two thought not seer, and uh, it does both of them a lot. And then a lot of the decks that are really the chalice is really bad against or like the control and mid-range decks but those decks get really kind of dunked on by the recursive power of relic of progenitus and eternal scourge yeah so post board just morph into this really really grindy irritating eternal scourge deck it's truly an eternal scourge for your opponent yeah there was a time when i was playing the deck and i guess jund and i got i cast four eternal scourges from exile in the same turn uh, so, so just diverge, diverting our eyes from number one to number three here, I do want to make a quick shout out to that affinity list. Um, it is, I, I don't agree with all of its creature choices, but I love, love, love the uh, inclusion of insult artifact in this deck. Uh, I, I just, I love insult artifact. I, it's one of my favorite magic cards to play with turns my ornithopter into a 5-5 five, five flyer uh turns my sometimes turns my ink moth nexus into a 5-5 five, five, uh flying infector uh for the win which is rare but it, it's happened once or twice Steven, um would you say that in this case scissors beats rock scissors does beat rock in that case yeah ah! <laughs> uh so I can see I can see the inclusion of the the two spell skites in the deck, uh, if you're playing two insole artifacts, kind of to mitigate uh, blowing up your artifacts. But I could also see why not just play welding jar instead, so you don't have to spend mana on uh, on putting putting anti destruction spells in your deck. Oh, like your oh, I mean, so be... but I mean you can't. You can't save the, your guy from path with welding jar, Stephen. That's accurate. You cannot. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like that's a risk you always take, getting pathed. Or spatial contortion. Ooh, baby. Or spatial contortioned. They see me slipping. Um. So yeah, that was. I, I think. I, I don't know. I just enjoy seeing affinity decks not doing the the normal thing, uh, and I Which don't is think badly. that is. That is current. I don't think it's current. I mean, it got third, right? So there's a reason they got third. Yeah, man. Not doing uh, the normal thing. And and yeah, it's always exciting to see Affinity decks do do cool things. Anyways, that was just my little my little two cents there. 
It's interesting he's not playing any Master of Ethereum in his list of all. Yeah. I guess the, the blues slots are taken up by Insular Effect. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Affinity, the uh, MTGO Modern Challenge, Affinity uh, won that event. Yeah, Hawks, I saw that. That was, up that's, on our house. that was pretty, pretty cool. Um, that list was was very standard, I feel like. Had the one welding jar. It had like four O's of everything else. Three at Champions, four Masters, three Galvanic Blast. Um, pretty, pretty standard list. It does. It is running the two Bitter Blossoms in the sideboard, which I think is, uh, like I said, I feel like this card is coming up, uh, has like a, a resurgence in, in Magic. Now watch me whip. <laughs> the two whip flares in the board. Oh. Uh, I thought you weren't a huge fan of that, right? No, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of the whip flare. It's, uh, I don't know. It doesn't hit much right now, especially with, like, these these little decks being not so great in the, at the yeah, moment. it doesn't even kill Loam Lion. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> or Kurt Ah! Yeah, I thought about playing Pyroblast in my sideboard actually, but it kills your, kills your uh, blood braid off. I suppose it's good against humans in the very early stages of the game, but I feel like um, that deck has enough gas to keep itself uh, self-sufficient after turn two or three. I don't know. My opinion. Speaking of humans, second place. Second place, humans. A completely stock humans list. Moving on. <laughs> Wait, is 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 Kessig Kessig Mal Malcontents? That's stock is that now. Stock? Okay. Oh, yeah. this Gaddick Teague in the sideboard certainly isn't. That yeah, is so not a I, I've say. heard people talk about Gaddick Teague in the sideboard of humans. That it's very good. Like Gaddick Teague having a Gaddick Teague effect in play is very very good against the decks that you don't want to be playing against on humans. However, it's literally uncastable. <laughs> yeah. You're playing like cavern souls and unclaimed territories. Like you have to name illusion because you're playing phantasmal image and human. Like your your kithkin is just unplayable. Is like Moto bug to think that Gaddick Teague is a human? It's like if you don't have a vial, like you're just <laughs> never playing a Gaddick Teague. I don't know. Yeah, fair question, right? Fair, very fair. <laughs> I, I mean, also the like Kataki, right? Like. Like Ataki's a spirit. Yeah, so. Kataki has similar issues, but but uh, freaking Galactic is double color required. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So if you find your your one planes, your one horizon canopy, you can play your you know your Kataki. Can't play your Teague. You have to like specifically have that in mind. Like, oh, play this for specifically just. And like, what are you gonna do? Play a cavern naming Kithkin, and then that that land just never makes color for any other spell in your deck. Like, uh... <laughs> I guess you could do it with like Horizon Canopies, right? You just take two life to do it. I mean, you have two, but yeah. Also, this deck is playing Horizon Canopy. That's is normal. is four Horizon Canopy yeah. normal? It's like bog standard now. Huh. Man, we like hit the nail on the head of our uh, list for the GP, though, didn't we? Didn't we Chris? Yeah, our main deck was the exact same that won like some other huge event within three weeks of us playing the GP. And our our sideboard was pretty pretty close too. I think we like we like hit the like, we did a really good job building the deck, and you we were like less than five cards off or something. You got you got unlucky, you know. Like you were crushing with the deck leading up to the event, and then just kind of like didn't see what you wanted to see at the event, which was pretty disappointing. 
Except for those two storm guys that got crushed. Argh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were so sad. Um, who would win? Some humans or two sad boys? <laughs> uh, I guess we can move on to our next tournament. We got to talk about the uh, the challenge, right? Uh, and uh, where are, where's Jace in the challenge? I know Infinity won, but... Uh, yeah, the challenge is just no Jaces at all. Oh, really? Anywhere. Interesting. No, no, that's not true. Kevin Jones in the 16th played two in his Bant Company deck. <laughs> because that makes sense. Jace is human, right? And there's two in the 15th place list taking turns. Ooh. And there's two in this Bant Nightfall list in 14. Notice the trend. It's all the decks in the low <laughs> bottom... Uh, so I wonder Bottom is tier. that is that just everybody also prepared all like... for is that just mean everybody's prepared for Jace or does it mean that Jace is just not good in this current meta? Well, I just from what I've been seeing online is people are having a really hard time finding a deck where Jace is actually fixing a problem. Um you know everyone's like, "Oh, put it in Grixis. Uh put it in Jeskai. Uh put it in Blue White." And it's like yeah okay it's another finisher we already had finishers like this one does cool stuff but like if i'm losing to tron i'm still losing to tron jace isn't fixing that if uh i'm getting like shit stopped by burn i'm still getting shit stopped by burn jace isn't fixing that it's just turn four is like turn infinite in, in modern man like um, yeah and, and i feel like i had predicted this or at least i thought i did that jace wasn't gonna be doing much in this format you predicted where- that wasn't that, wasn't that my whole thing? Bloodbraid Elf is going to have more of an impact on Modern? No, no, I said... Speaking I of Bloodbraid Elf, where are I those? Said, I said Jace was, wasn't going to have as much of an impact. Uh, or it was going to have a bigger impact, but that it wasn't that good in the format. Mm. Where it's like, it's just a win more card. Like, yeah, okay, you resolve the Jace, but you're if you resolve the Jace, you're probably already ahead. And I'm probably already losing. Yeah. There's not a lot of... Uh, not a ton of uh, Bloodbraid in this... Uh, challenge either or in the uh in the classic i mean I'm, I'm looking at the uh the classic results my bad i was looking at the classic results so i was talking about jace's teehee uh but the challenge uh is also uh quite lacking in blood braids i think there's just no blood braids right or um i'm sorry no uh the no first Jaces. one is um eighth some, place there's some blood uh, braids jun sneaks into eighth with four blood braids yeah there's just no jace's after that until 17th place i think um 10th with blood braid in the four color shadow which is kind of weird there's a fair amount of blood braid actually but not not much jace not much jace at all but i mean so okay there's all you know there's more blood braids than jace sure 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 sure, whatever but that's easy though like the fourth place deck is just green black rock just not even playing red at all yeah man it actually looks like it's just it looks like this deck looks like it was built to kill jund like this deck is built to feed on jund right like they're playing uh a few less dark confidants which is actually interesting because uh jadine clomperens was talking today about the uh the mirror the jund mirror and how uh dark confidant is not a card you want to draw early in the mirror and they're playing a pile of lingering souls which has always been good and they're playing a pile of super efficient removal. This deck just looks like super well positioned against Jund. 
I agree. It's like a it's better checklist tracker in the mirror. Yeah, and then they they get like explosives. Gideon arrives in the car, like damnation. They get some like pretty good tools after board. And one more thing, uh, we didn't some people say that Lantern's dead with now with blood braid into you know stuff that you can't fix. You know you can't you can't manipulate the top of their deck because they just blood braid into whatever, or <laughs> they you just Jace and brainstorm away out of it. And then here we are, fifth place, Lantern control. Shocker. Yeah, I mean deck's still good, right? It's not uh I don't think Jason Bloodbraid are changing it that much. Word of Invention is a pretty bonkers card. Yeah. It's playing all one-man artifacts. That was a huge shot in the arm for that deck. All right, moving on to the uh, Moto Modern League results. Uh, We've got a uh, super, ultra, awesome, super, super sweet Jeskai SMC list here lurking among the the Cruft. Uh, I was pretty excited to see this one. How about you, Chris? This is uh, one of your babies, right? Kind of. So what I what I really enjoyed was the uh, the sideboard hydro form. I didn't know what this card does. Wow. Oh. Actually, I do remember that from Gate Crash Draft. Yeah. So <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's what? Two mana? Uh, target land becomes a 3-3 elemental creature with flying until end of turn. It's still land. So it's build your own fairy conclave. <laughs> is what this card is. In the board, you can wish for it. You know, oh, we need another mana drug to keep going off. Bam. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Build gotcha. you your own mana dork. Also, instead of playing the um the the flesh blood, it just plays a, a mind grind instead. Mind. Just wish for this mind grind and then infinite um mana make them mill like seven hundred lands out of you know, mill until they hit 700 lands. Oh, shocks, you're out of guards. They got a flush blood in the board still. Oh, yeah, it's still. Pfft. Alternate win. Alternate win. <laughs> I mean, you can kind of win with whatever you want once you're going <laughs> off. It's true. Oh, man. Silence. I guess uh, I like silence. Flesh blood, flesh blood doesn't doesn't play around um, deflecting palm, but mind grind does. Eh? Eh? Ah, 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 yeah. Bamboozle those burn players real good. God, this this deck is just like the spice, uh, just amalgam of cards. Is it normal to be playing uh, all these silences? Um, they've got three main deck, one on the board to wish for. You can't wish for it because it's not oh. multicolored. Why is but it on the board I, then? I, I, I Put it in the if, main deck. I don't know if you can call any disguise since he list normal, right? <laughs> it's fair. Like only two fate stitchers, but two noble hierarchs, like. I don't know, man. <laughs> Whatever works for you. Uh, yeah, this one's sweet. I was happy to see this 5-0 again. And then we've got um, we've got a Jeskai Mentor deck with Jace from uh, Holy Diva, who's a, a streamer, I believe, right? I think, I think she streams Moto. Um, that was an interesting interesting list of some Jaces, some Monastery Mentors, and then all that all that good, tasty burn. I quite like that so list. So dumb. Like, why Why do you get a monk for playing a Jace? It doesn't make sense. Like, why is Prowess not worded the same way as Young Pyromancer? Because Pyromancer 
should have prowess, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? I agree. Right? I agree. Uh, uh, I could build so many bad decks of Abbott again. Ah, uh, play this bobble. Get a get a pyromancer token. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Man, my deck, my teamer prowess deck. I was playing back when. Ugh, oh, could have played pyromancer in it. I like the. Uh... So I know that all these decks have like something different about them because that's what Wizards wants. Um, but the Merfolk list that has the four Smuggler's Copter in the main board, thop, I think thop, that's pretty thop, cool. Thop, thop, thop. Does it also have the four Fairy Conclaves? Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta get in. This deck is so weird to me. I'm only playing 90 lands, four of them come into play tapped. Yeah. But don't worry, I'm an angry deck. And I'm also playing Coral Home Coral Commander, Commander. So yeah. I can sink all this mana I have into something. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, hey, I didn't say I like that part. You just spend, like your, you spend your mana leveling up Coral Home Commander, and then you crew the copter with it until it's a big boy. The Magnetic Chalices are kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, play no one drops except for your regular vials. And uh, also, uh, no copies of Master of Waves. Yeah, we don't need that card. Get out of here. I guess you can't really hit 4 mana when you only have 19 lands in your deck. <laughs> uh, one Echoing Truth. Three more in the sideboard. Sideboard's super clean. Three Echoing yeah, Truths. This is a rocks. sideboard that, that knows what it wants. <laughs> yeah. Three Truths, four Relics, four Deprives, and four Tidebinder Mages. Boom. Solved format. Uh, I, can we also uh, put some attention to this affinity list? I mean... No. I want to make sure I'm, I'm reading this correctly, but I believe it's only running 12 lands. The one from T. Fowler? No, the one from S-B-I-R-U. It's running 12 lands, 4 Dark Sealed Citadels, 4 Blink Moth Nexus, 1 Mountain, and 3 Contested War Zone. Uh, and then, yeah, and then as the creature, creature package, uh, 4 Ravager, 2 Bomat Courier, 4 Frogmite, 4 Memnite, 4 Mirror Enforcer, 4 Ornithopter, 4 Signal Pest, 4 Vault Scourge. And then in the artifact slot, we have two Chalice of the Void, four Cranial Plating, four Mox, four Drum, four Welding Jar. So it's just all in on actual affinity. I don't know. That's cool. Neat. Man, Unexpected. Bomat Courier is so sick. <gasps> and, and, and it has two scale of Chisgoria in the sideboard. Ah. Oh my god. Sometimes it's got to be a little bit more tough. This this card has just been a little my bit. dream. A like bit. bolt your bolt your your three three and you're like in response, flash in scale, do you activate still, it. Do you still do it if they're bolting your two two? Yes. <laughs> just to make them know I'm not playing games. I would have bolted it too if it wasn't. For, I would have protected it too if it wasn't for your meddling burn. God. Oh, that seems awful. 
Maybe once people start playing Forked Bolt again, you can run that one out. Word. Also, this Professor French guy coming in with a 5-0 with the, uh, the same exact 75 that won the classic modern Eldrazi Stompy. This guy knows what's up. Sees a good deck, plays a good deck. God, I just love the sideboard gut shots. Yeah, they're, mm. they're uh, pretty spicy. I'll lead us into our, our next topic here. We've got a JPA93, a name I see a lot online. I think he plays like Sneak and Show online or something. He's um, playing uh, Living End in Modern. He's got uh, two Ricochet Traps in the sideboard. You know, pretty uh, pretty standard card for Modern Living End. Uh, except the fact that uh, on Moto, as far as I understand it, uh, Ricochet Trap restarts the game when cast for its alternate cost. Which I'm pretty sure is the only cost you're usually casting it for in Living End. <laughs> so, Forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, our, uh, our next topic here um, is... Um, I came across Bugged cards on Moto. Came across a, a a meaty, a hefty list of bugged cards on Moto, and who better to um, proctor and maintain such a list of buggy Moto cards interactions than the uh, Penny Dreadful webpage? Penny Dreadful is a format where uh, you can't play with cards um, that are worth more than a penny, and I think they uh, check prices every like they have like a season or something. They check back and see how the prices have changed and update their ban list accordingly. Uh, and so they're playing with a lot of uh, strange out there cards that might not otherwise see play uh, in any other formats. Um, you know, sometimes uh, all your good removal is a little too expensive, so you gotta kind of <laughs> you gotta gotta scrape the bottom of the barrel, man. <laughs> so uh, they've got a they've got a great list here. We can just go through some of it. Um, these oh guys God. have already cheated and peaked at some of them, but... Uh... So I, I just saw a card, and so back when I first started playing, I was like, oh man, this card seems sweet. Like, if you play with no creatures, and then you start playing dudes, it's really good. Death Pit Offering? It's four mana, comes to play a sack all creatures, and all creatures gets plus two, plus two. Apparently, on Moto, if you play Death Pit Offering, you have to sacrifice all of your permanents. <laughs> <laughs> Not just your creatures. <laughs> pay four mana, plague wind yourself? <laughs> Seems a little bit less good. Plague wind yourself. It's not even a plague wind. It's like balance yourself. <laughs> Compulsive research. Uh, dredging, dredging rather than drying can let you avoid discarding. Seems good. I'll have to remember That's that one. Great. Remember that one for cube. Get a nice uh, reimbursement. Like, oh, <laughs> shifty doppelganger. Just at the end of the turn, just restarts the game. <laughs> Every turn. <laughs> Uh, Lord, okay, uh, Ganti, Lord of Luxury. If you cast Savage Stomp with Ganti and your opponent controls a dinosaur, the cost will incorrectly be reduced by two. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is so, so niche. Uh, I like the, uh, there's uh, some interesting ones with uh, Containment Priest. Containment priest exiles Theros gods even when their devotion isn't met. It's like, here's a care nurse. Whoop. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Just goes away. <laughs> Just goes away. <laughs> My people need me. Back on Theros. 
And then uh, if you uh, if you exhume and they get a containment priest and you get an Elishnorn, your Elishnorn goes away forever, but you keep the Elishnorn effect as like an emblem type effect. <laughs> yeah, like a hidden emblem. <laughs> memory lapse moves aftermath <laughs> moves aftermath cards back on top of the library instead of exiling them oh this one's super solid kes dissident mage kes dissident, ma- kes dissident mage's ability allows you to cast spells during other players turns and to cast spells with no mana costs <laughs> seems what? real good with uh? ancestral visions let oh me just ancestral visions for free on your turn. It's just a straight up better ancestral recall at that point. <laughs> huh. I kinda like kinda like this one. Curse scroll. Uh doesn't deal damage if you choose the card by clicking it rather than typing it. What? <laughs> so when Curse Scroll says like pick a name in your hand, if you type the card, it works. If you click on the card in your hand to choose it, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but it lets you click it. Yeah, let's you click it. So I have, oh, I have one card in hand, the swamp. If I click the swamp, oh, you look, it's it's correct. No damage happens. <laughs> you type in swamp, and then it works. Oh. Oh god, we talked about this one earlier. Booby trap. <laughs> Booby trap is a six man artifact. As it comes into play, name a card other than a basic land and choose an opponent. They re- then reveal each card that they draw. When they draw the named card, you sacrifice booby trap. And it deals 10 damage to them. Booby Trap does not let you name anything other than non-basic lands. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, polluted Delta, I guess? <laughs> Reincarnation does nothing. That's, that's it. It does nothing. It does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Like it literally just says it does nothing. Words words of the waste does not function. Goblin game. I'll I'll, I'll tell people the card that are familiar with it. Uh, it's uh it's a it's a seven mana sorcery. Each player hides at least one object, and then all players reveal them simultaneously. Each player loses loses life equal to the number of objects here see revealed. I think they just do it with numbers now, right? You, you like pick a number. Yeah. I think you pick a number. So each player picks a number and then reveals them simultaneously, and then they lose life equal to the number of objects they revealed. The player who revealed the lowest number then loses half their life rounded up. If two or more players are tied for fewest, each loses half his or her life rounded up. Which is great, except it reveals your chosen number before your opponents do. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of weird cards, Stephen, what's your salt of the week? My slot of the week, uh, the card that I am totally hyped to play this week, is uh, Noxious Revival. I'm going to jam it into uh, a junt list, and I feel like it's either going to be really, really great or really, really bad when I uh, go to put my Cascade Trigger on the stack and then throw... Uh, you know, my Tarmogoyf on top of my library, or throw Bob on top of my library, or my Colligon's Command on top of my library. Uh, it'll be super sweet when that happens. It's build you? your own Snapcaster Mage. Yep. But better because it's creatures. I could do creatures. 
I can put a Tarmogoyf into play. That's so sweet. Or I could like shuffle back. I can like choose to put a uh, choose to put a um, another elf on top of my library, so that way it gets shuffled back into my deck. Ah! So good! So much value! Wait, what happens when you play Bloodbraid and then you cascade into Noxious Revival? Well, then I just hope I have something in my graveyard to target. Or I just don't cast it. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. The sound of John's hand hitting his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about you, Chris? What are you playing? God. Um... Well, I I I really enjoyed, well, sort of. I didn't enjoy explain. I didn't enjoy explaining it to children. But I I kind of really enjoyed uh, hive mining people out of the game back when uh, Summer Bloom was still a card I could explaining I could play. It to children. And kind of by the um, good old Ivan's been asking me if I should be playing hive mind and amulet. And I, I'm I think the answer is no. I think it's not correct. But it's sweet. What more and, uh, reason do you need? God, if you ever re resolve a high mining as a blue deck, it's so gross. Serum missions? I serum missions. Yeah, you want a cantrip? Sure, I'll cantrip do. I'm going to play a, a dude. Do you want to counter it? I'm going to counter your counter. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, but then you're, you're like, they, you cast Pact and Negation, they have to cast Pact and Negation, their pack negation will resolve. You just pass the turn. It's like... And you laugh. It's like, oh, I Ancient Stirrings? You Ancient Stirrings. I get Ninja Explosives? You get Basic Island! <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, we'll explore it. You draw a card. You can also play Initial Land this turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And then it's like, like, what do you do? Like, you know, Thossies me? All right. <laughs> what do you got over there? High uh. Mind is just a really bizarre card. And it makes games that should be simple very complicated. Oh, man. We should, uh, we should play a game at some point with, like, unrelated decks with a Hive Mind emblem in play. It's like start the game with a Hive Mind in play. It sounds awful. It sounds amazing, doesn't it? That sounds like you should be playing humans. <laughs> Sounds like a human's mirror. Just screw that. <laughs> Up until you're playing humans and your opponent goes like fatal push, and then you have to fatal push two of your own guys because they're the only legal <laughs> targets. <laughs> so good. Why, why would you push two? Just push the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Some, some, uh, some Kevin syndrome. <laughs> yeah. What would I do if I were my opponent? Kevin, think with that hive mind. So, uh, one of my friends was trying to get me to play Commander for so long, and if I were to ever build a Commander deck, it has to contain Hive Mind because that card is just absolutely bonkers, bananas, stupid in multiplayer games. People are gonna kill you first every time once they. Oh, well, what do you mean? Like sniff that one out. I'll play Serum Visions. Let's all Serum Visions because we weren't spending enough time playing this game. Let's wait for the rest of you all to finish your scry too. Like but wait, 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 wait. We have to do it properly. You can't scry two until he has finished. 
It's like that meme. SpongeBob, have you learned nothing about sharing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Wouldn't that be fun? Steven, Steven, you you play EDH. Wouldn't you love your opponent to play High Mind? Isn't that great? No. You don't want, like, the second player in, like, the game to cast a spell and then sit there and wait for all five other (laughs) players to resolve it? God, what kind of spells would be bad for that? Just, like, anything that involves searching your deck. Someone's like, Anything with the will of the council? (laughs) Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I'll play a high mind. I'll play council's judgment. Ah! Local government simulator in 2018. (laughs) <laughs> but like even if they target even if the first one targets the hive mind they all still have triggers <laughs> they all still get to cast it afterwards oh my God. and what are the odds the hive mind actually goes away <laughs> it has to have the most votes <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh my son of the weakest hive mind steven says noxious rival so john says also noxious revival <laughs> Which makes my second slot also noxious revival. <laughs> we broke John. We broke John. <laughs> and that about wraps us up for this episode. Thank you very much for checking us out and hanging out to the very end. If you're wondering where you can find more content from us, you can head over to mtgconflicts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the same name mtg complex one word and if you have any suggestions or comments that you'd like us to read please feel free to shoot us a message on one of those platforms again we really do appreciate you sticking around to the very end and we hope you'll join us in the next one later <laughs>